everybody, Coach John Daly here back again. Uh, today i got a very special guest, uh, Lakeshore alum Mackenzie Nemitz. Uh, we are sitting here together on April 29, 2019. It's a Monday, and um, she sent me a message coming in this morning um, how excited she was to come in and, and see me and talk. And I said, hey, I'm more excited because I woke up early this morning knowing that you're coming in. Uh, Mackenzie, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Good, good. Uh, so you uh, have a little dentist appointment coming back into town here because how far is Ann Arbor away from, from here? About an hour. Okay. Um, so you got a little dentist appointment to come back in town. So she's not even in town for 24 hours, but we kind of connected. Uh, she wanted to stop by and, and see the school, see some people, but also hopefully get caught up here on uh, our little podcast. Um, so you grew up here. Did you grow up in St. Clair Shores and all K-12 Lecture Public Schools? K-12, yep. What elementary school did you go to? Sonic Heights. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Any teachers still over there from uh, when you were there? I'm not sure. I haven't been back there in a while. Maybe Mr. O. Okay. Yep. Osterlin. Yep. Big Big Dave's still over there. Oh, good. Yeah. We'll have to get, we'll have to get you back over there sometime. Yeah, when sure. things settle down here. All right. Um, and then Kennedy and then here. So what sports did you play here? Played basketball. Volleyball for a little bit, and then softball. Okay, so obviously softball your main sport because that's yes. where that's where you went to U of M for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember basketball with my connection of, of coaching at Dakota and, and starting coaching here a long time ago. Uh, did you guys win a district title we your did. senior year? I remember that. Senior year, yeah. Was that at Roseville? Yep. Oh, that was so exciting. So I remember the the passion on your face. Oh yeah. There was times um, if you were out of the game, you were standing up. You know, it was almost like another coach out there. Yeah. Where did you get this um, love of athletics from? Have you always had it as a, as a little kid, and it's always been a big part of your life, I take it? Yeah, I think it's been a big part. I've grown up um, watching my brother and my sister just compete, and I would just love seeing my sister on the mound and, like, just looking up to her being like, I want to be out there one day. Like, I always wanted to, like, step in the batter's box there, and my dad would be like, no, Kenzie, like, <laughs> just going to whip it by you. Like, But, yeah, I just – I think it's that constant, like – I want to be her. I want to mm. be her. And there's such an age gap that, you know, yeah. How, how different is the age Nine. gap? Nine years. Nine okay. years, yeah. And she was, I just saw it on, I looked up someplace, uh, two-time All-American? Yeah. Two or three? Three. Three-time three. All-American, I think, yeah. At U of M. At U of M, yeah. Was, did that come into play? Um, did you have any choice or plan Bs? Or was Michigan... The, the place you always wanted to be because of your sister, or did you have any backup plans? I had a lot of backup plans. I had a full ride to the Central Michigan. Oh, fire up. Yeah, fire up. Um, Kentucky, I went on an unofficial visit there. Oh, wow. Uh, I was in talk with uh, Alabama coach, being a walk-on there. Okay. Um, no money there, but, yeah, I had, I had some good options, some little smaller school, Valparaiso. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I really wonder what my life would have been if I would have – went those other ways but isn't it funny think about the different twists and turns that um things could have happened yeah. obviously differently but crazy. obviously you are thrilled like uh, what does u of m mean to you as far as being able to go there and this is I, we, before we start recording i'm like you're a senior now when did this happen i cannot believe how, how time has flown by but what has it meant to you following your sister there uh, meeting the great people you've met your teammates and friends and everything and uh, I, is it life-changing is it something that oh my god i, I wish i could do it again I don't know if I would wish I'd do it again. Some parts, probably. Some I get parts, it. Yes, the, I get the it. conditioning, you know. But um, this softball just give, gave me the opportunity to go to the, the best university in the world. That's I got world. it. That's, That's good. Um, and meet some of, like, my absolute best friends who, like, I will 
stay in touch with for my whole life and I haven't really had time to follow this through yet but that we're going to be separating soon but yeah. um yeah I just see it as an opportunity just like everything in life treating mm-hmm. everything in life as an opportunity mm-hmm. it's kind of like my pinch hits like you know before I was in the lineup just seeing those as opportunities and not like oh she's setting me up failure you know right yeah mindset right that the mindset is huge mm-hmm. no you want it and whatever opportunity comes like uh, you were saying yesterday you were being interviewed after the the big sweep of Penn State, which is awesome, mm-hmm. and they were asking you about how does it feel, what were you thinking, and you're like, hey, it was just awesome. Because <laughs> you're not thinking about all those side things. You're like, okay, who's on base? What's the situation? How many outs? What do I got to do? There's a gap over there. I'm going to look over there to hit it. You know, exactly. I'm going to advance the runner. So you got these things running through your mind. You don't have all these sidebar things right. going on, do you? No. Uh, yeah, yesterday, senior day, I was really just trying to stay in the moment get the win, and once we kind of secured that win, like I was telling you earlier, being on third base, my coach told me, look up in those grandstands and see that, like, all these people have supported you these past four years, and they're here for you. Like, there's nothing like alumni field, and really isn't. So. That, that is awesome. You probably yeah. saw finally some faces. I did, Because yeah. during the game, you're not looking. No, yeah. there. But like you said, your coach mentioned, do you see that there's no space in between these people at all? You right. had three games. They were all sold out. They were all packed in there. Uh, that's a great feeling. Um, I see on TV, and I hear the stories about, what is, what's your coach tossed to the toss oh, to your so players? It, so on Easter, she spiced it up with some peeps. But it's normally uh, <laughs> peanut M&Ms. Peanut M&Ms. Yeah. So you got, obviously, nobody allergic to peanuts, right? Right. Okay, that's good. So is it on a home run or any? Obviously, so you got to be kind of. you got to catch it on a home run okay. surrounding third, which is tricky like i i really i panic sometimes because <laughs> on a home run you like you gotta make sure you touch like you gotta make sure you hit third base touch the base and then grab it and if you drop it you can't go back in the in the um base path because it's an out right so like you drop it just keep running like and right. i sometimes gotta tell myself that but I'm like okay here it comes kenzie like oh catch God. it that is awesome i yeah. love it. a little Peanut tradition yeah, yeah. So it's never been Skittles or anything else, or has it been other things? There's been Skittles. Okay. Yeah. This year is just the peanut M&M's. That's awesome. That's cool. I think it started early. She had some. I think she might have had She's a goofy girl. I think she had peanut M&M's just in her pocket one day, and she had forgotten to bring the Skittles out, and she was like, oh, crap. And so that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, We had a great visit a couple years ago uh, when you stopped by. I think they put up the new, uh, your new picture down in the in the mm-hmm. main lobby, your Hall State picture, which is great to see. Uh, but you were injured, mm-hmm. and I remember um, you, you came here with one of your teammates, and we had a great conversation about how um, it was kind of dark for you. It was kind of depressing. You were kind of battling, as far as the whole mm-hmm. mindset thing. Um, obviously, looking ahead now, you got through that, right? Because right? you're hitting home runs every time I'm watching TV. Uh-huh. How many how many home runs you got now? Five. That's fantastic. Uh, you've been just key clutch players. I see the videos on, on uh, social media and stuff. There had to be a time where you were wondering if this would ever happen. What were you telling yourself to get through that moment, those moments? Because I remember when we talked and I tried to give you whatever I could advice and some things to think about. Um, uh, what what was it that got you through those, those moments? Because you were telling me it was pretty yeah. bad. It was, yeah, it was a really dark time. Um, I, faced with, I faced depression and all this fun jazz you yeah. know um but yeah i remember our conversation and just being like really uplifting um my team like the girl who came in with me has been huge mm. um 
kind of like found my relationship with God, like honestly. And um, I've just been everything. I really adopted the everything happens for a reason mindset. He has he has a plan for you and this was just part of a bigger plan and I genuinely think that so obviously I can sit back and like look at back at it now and be like look where I'm at like that was for that but in the moment I was like no I'm never gonna like I'm always just gonna be a role player I'm never gonna be an actual starting producer um and at the, actually at the beginning of this year I was like hey Hutch like do you, I'll be a um I can I can pitch like I can be a bullpen pitcher like if the girls need extra cuts like I just want to do anything I can to help this team and she was like I want you to start like I want you and that kind of was the whole like oh okay like I'm gonna I want to be a starter and yeah and I think my injuries really helped me mm. fight different adversities whether it's getting in a slump you know not getting the clutch hit just being like snap out of it that's awesome yeah, yeah I mean these are real world issues that you had to deal with mm-hmm. as a college student um, and it obviously sounds like you had key people in your life oh, yeah. to help you through that um, who are some other difference makers for you Mackenzie as far as people in your life my strength coach um, I did get to travel with the team as I was mentioning and he was constant. I mean it was to a relationship but I was constantly reaching out to him hey can I come and get a lift I come in and do some upper body cardio because I couldn't run yet, and he would just we would just sit there on our bench and after I was done uh, bench pressing and just sit there and he would talk about his difficult time in college. I mean, he was on he was on a football team and he was not a starter and he just kept working and working and working and unfortunately that never, it never happened for him. But I think he's doing such a good job. What he does now is because he, he's been through, like the stuff I have, and he's just there to like motivate you and push you to be your best and get you to where you want to be. Like, I mean, obviously you have to be motivated too, but he has been someone that like, I, words can't even. I really I've been thinking about this for my senior speech okay. for my banquet and yep. how I'm gonna thank him because words really can't express how much he's helped me throughout this process. What's the coach's name? Lou Portiazzo. Okay, very good. Yeah. You know what? Um, were, you, were you in my leadership class, my principal's leadership was. class? Okay. So we, we talk about a lot of those themes, but um, he sounds like a huge difference maker. Mm-hmm. And it's been a common theme coming up in a lot of our talks in my current class on uh, making an impact on other people. Yeah. No matter what you do in life, I don't care what career you have, leadership is always about people. You don't lead processes or um, goods and services you lead exactly. people right mm. and you're out there making a difference so it sounds like uh, the story of what he's been through has helped him make an impact on you and probably tons Absolutely. of others mm-hmm. that those are those are pure gold as far as I'm concerned to have those people in your life mm-hmm. and knowing that um, what you've been through he's helped you my guess no matter what you do you're going to be doing that oh, for absolutely. other people because I've seen that I was telling Mackenzie um, before uh, we started talking. So again, I'm here with Mackenzie Nemeth, senior at U of M, softball team, uh, Lakeshore grad. Um, that there's been a few times I've seen her on TV, and after she comes in after a score or even an out, I, I still saw you lifting other people up, encouraging other people, and that's what I saw when you were back in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I love how you have that because a lot of 
college sports and definitely pro sports for sure. Mm-hmm. You don't see that, and so mm-hmm. you have that in you, which, which is mm-hmm. which is pretty powerful. How big has your family been for you through through all these years? They've been awesome. I mean, they're a lot of the reason I'm at Michigan too, because obviously a walk on, no scholarship, no money. Um, and they've just been a really good job at supporting me, just being there for me, not just letting me call them and vent and not trying to be like, Kezi, like, this is all going to work out. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Yelling at me. Like, they've just been super awesome parents. Just, it's just crazy because in high school, like, my dad was my coach my whole life. He was always that position where he's coaching me, critiquing me, trying to make me better, trying to make me into a strong woman. And it's crazy because I didn't, like, they kind of just let me go and, I would call them after a rough day and they like, okay, you good now? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, guys. Like, oh, yeah. But they're obviously, my parents are the reason I'm at Michigan. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's cool that you have a pretty strong relationship with not only them, but your brother and sister, too. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy because me and we just, obviously, there's nine years between me and my sister and seven between my brother and I. And wow. yeah, so I grew up an only child. Like, I went through. Like while they were in college and stuff, I was in middle school and going through high school. I was at the house by myself. They moved out, and I had just developed a relationship with a really close relationship with my brother this like past year. You know, he's been coming to my games and supporting me, and you know, and my sister just being at Michigan, our director of ops. Mm -hmm. I see her every day and. We've really just like worked on trying to build a good relationship, and Man, that's got to be so special yeah. to see her every day. It is that's fantastic. And now that you're all adults, um, the friendships, the um, the closeness, the love, the you know, togetherness really kind of doesn't age gets thrown out the window type yeah. of thing. Because you're all adults now, right. which is really cool. They, like, they feel like they can have like a mature, like a mature conversation with me, and it's not like they're talking down to like their baby sister, like you know. Did they still ever get on you about? Oh yeah. Big? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Everyone's you while it's still there. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that's funny. To, yeah. Um, so the whole overcoming adversity. Um, a couple of people come to mind. Doctor Lip, Jeff Lip is one of our counselors, one of my great friends here, um, and then Will Povalowski. Mm-hmm. He spoke earlier for class two this year. Um, last couple of years he's done that, and they both brought up the similar point about how those moments uh, of adversity define who you are. Absolutely. In other words, you find out things that you never knew before. About yourself, and you just brought it up how that adversity has helped you mm-hmm. overcome future things. And you know what? You have it in your tool belt now. Absolutely, you've always had that with you. Those skills of, of not quitting and not giving up, uh, reaching out for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big thing recently with my uh, with my classes about one of the blog posts I did with them. Uh, Les Brown talked about how a lot of people see asking for help as a weakness, whereas it's a form of strength because you care, you want to do something right, you want to get better. There's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of reasons about asking for help. And so you've, you've proven that, which I just yeah. find it's awesome. You're echoing that stuff that we had talked about years ago in class, which yeah. is really cool. It's actually, it's crazy you mentioned that the whole, like, reaching out is a weakness. Because I wrote a paper in college in my English class about how uh, it was about mental health. And mm. um, kind of just wrote about, like, my, my dark times. And there was never a moment that I was like, oh, man, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be seen as weak if I... Because Michigan has made a really good, um, they made a strong community like for student athletes that are like, hey, we're all going through through this together, mm. reaching like, and they really drive 
drive hard that like reaching out is not a weakness like you guys it's actually weaker if you don't reach out help because you're just you're hurting yourself more and you're taking it into games and you're not producing like you know you could so we see like at reaching out for um mental help is actually like a strength you know absolutely oh yeah that's one of um dr lip's big um he hangs his hat on that being a counselor uh, his podcast is all about that he's really making a nice pivot to where they focus on the stigma of that and not letting it hold you back, you know, yep. thinking it's a negative, you know. Stigma is where it starts. It got to oh, man, that is huge. God, mm-hmm. you, it is so valuable for the, for you to have it at your age. Yeah, to have right? this outlook. It's so valuable because yeah. adults, you know, we struggle too. And uh, oh, to not go through what you've gone through, obviously, we haven't had those moments. We've had our own dark moments, but uh, you as an example, that's why I wanted to get you on this podcast. Your stories can help other people. Whoever listens to this, mm-hmm. right? There's probably over 30 countries, 40 countries probably around the world that listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you can help people that you don't even know, which, which I love yeah. doing. Um, shifting gears here a little bit, uh, I was thinking about some of your teammates as I've, I've watched. You guys seem to have this fun togetherness, this um, camaraderie that um, can't be broken. Like the comebacks I've seen you guys have, you guys yeah. are currently in second place, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you still got a few more games left on the mm-hmm. road. Yep. Uh, Big Ten tournament coming up. Mm-hmm. Now, is that Big Ten tournament? Is that where uh, only certain seeds get in there? Like you guys are in second place, so you'd be the second seed. Yeah. So um, I think the last two teams don't even make it into the tournament. Okay. But this is a, the tournament is ultimately a way for the team to doesn't have the best record. If they win the tournament, they get an automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. Nice. So that's kind of what it's you for. Got your shot. Yeah. Just get in. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys are gearing up. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the togetherness. And like I said, yeah. just seeing you in the dugout, and you got a bunch of uh, good teammates, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's our senior class. Our, we were like, coming into this year, we are just going to make this open arm. Like, we are going to invite the freshmen in with open arms. We're going to make them feel welcomed. Like, and we're just going to we're just gonna be a team. Like, we haven't been on a team team my past three, the past three years. So. Yeah. You know, being basketball, I've coached basketball for a long time. It's tough to get everybody on the same right. page. You know, it really is. And so you have some teams that are closer than others, which mm-hmm. is human nature because you got it in the workplace too. But right. um, looking at your teammates, who would be like who would be the funniest one on there? To just no matter what's going on, even in a serious moment, is do you have a teammate that will just crack everybody up and just lightens the tension and kind of gets everybody back down to earth? Who would that be? Abby's Kavars, number five. Junior, Junior, Clarkson, Michigan. From Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. What is What does she do to... She is just, like, there's no like, goofy goober. Like, that is literally... <laughs> we call her that because, like, she, she, she doesn't even mean to be... Like, she's just, like, the most, like, kind-hearted person, genuine person. Like, nice. she doesn't have a fake bone in her body. Like, that girl is just... I played travel softball with her my whole life. Um, she's just so funny. Like, she will... Something will be awkward, and she'll just say a quote from, like, Spongebob. Okay. And it'll be like, okay, like everyone will start laughing and just be like, oh, Abby. That's you awesome. She's, she's awesome. I love her. That's awesome. Yeah. Who's the one, who's the teammate that in tough times that, that's always clutch, that you just can count on always, and even not during games, but just off off the field, the one that um, just kind of holds everybody together, the, the it could be a silent leader, a vocal leader, who's the one that just is really the backbone? Faith. Yeah, Canfield, number 25. And she is? 
from California. Second baseman. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. She, so I live with her. Uh, she's been my absolute, she's become my absolute best friend. Um, yeah, softball, she's absolutely clutch. There's, I mean, she's just an awesome softball player, but she's also an awesome leader. Um, not really one to lead vocally, but by example, for sure. And she's always, she, she, she's always there for everyone, no matter what. She's always there. Very cool. Got to have those people. Yeah. And, and very little As a roommate, that's awesome. Yeah. That's I fantastic. Love her. Mm-hmm. Who's the smartest teammate that you have, softball wise or otherwise? Oh, man. And it could be maybe one softball that just knows everything about the game. Okay. Uh, and it could be somebody else that's smart just in worldly general stuff, too. It could be two, two separate people. Um, so we have a lot of smart people. Oh, absolutely. Like we have one that is going pre med, um, we have two in the business school. One's applying. Um, softball smart would probably be Faith. She's looking to get into coaching, and she's just, yeah, she her mind's constantly going during games. Nice. But I would say the smartest person would probably be Megan Bobian. She's an engineer. Like, the girl is, like, she will overanalyze everything. Like, you, the sky's blue. Why, why is the sky blue, you know? And <laughs> just start going on and on. But, yeah, she's definitely, she's the smartest for sure. That's awesome. Is there is there somebody that you've learned the most from? Not just softball, but uh, oh man, would it be your roommate, or would it be somebody else? Yeah, it would be my roommate. Okay, I know. I she's just been like a huge role, like, key in my life, especially with all the my sophomore year getting injured and stuff. Yeah, she's taught me so much about myself, mm-hmm. um, and she's not afraid to be like, no, Kenzie, like, no, uh, you know, she's not afraid to like give it to me straight. Um, Cool. Yeah, she's taught me so much about who I am as a person. Isn't it amazing that people come in your life and how valuable they become? Yeah. We talk about all the time. I'm like, what if I would have went to a different college? Like, never would have met you. Like, this whole thing about everything happens for a reason. It's Absolutely. crazy. The things that pop into your, into your life. It's yeah. just tremendous. Um, what has been, like, the biggest comeback that you've been a part of with this team? Is it this year? Has it been one of the previous years that – Things were looking dire, and just somebody came up with it. It's just like a big surprise. It was just like a big, um, you know, whether you, have you guys been down by four or five runs? Yeah, so my walk off against Indiana. Mm, yes. We, like, you know, we, we have to beat Indiana, and it's a big rivalry game. Like, Indiana and us, we've always kind of given each other a good, good run for our money. But um, yeah, I came up. We were down by two in the bottom of the seventh two outs. I had runner on my fellow, also one of my best friends, Natalie Peters on second base, and Alex Subject on first base. And like, you know, two outs, I went down 0-2. Oh, <laughs> like, I think I remember seeing the highlights of that. Yes. And I, after the game, I told my coach, I said, I almost called timeout. I was going to throw up. <laughs> but, um, it's crazy because, yeah, I, I ended up hitting a double, um, scoring both of them and walk off, we, we won. And we were like, oh, you won us that game, you won us that game. And automatically, like, I was, I didn't want any of that attention. I was like, no. If I, if Alex Subject didn't get on, if Natalie Peters didn't get on, my hit would be nothing. Right. And I was really trying to drive that home. And I was, we came in the locker room, and after I was being interviewed and stuff, I came in, and my teammates were all waiting there, and they're all like, jump on me and I walk in the door and 
They're like, go ahead, like, we love you. Like, oh. I'm like, that was, I literally, like, verbatim, I was like, that was such a good team win. Mm. And I've been on these past three teams, like, we haven't, we never won those games. And I genuinely think it's because everyone, I wasn't, it wasn't just me up there at that, having, having that at bat. Every single one of my teammates was, they had my back and they were in that at bat with me. Mm. Like, and I can't express or describe the feeling that like I had, but like there was no doubt in my mind that I was I wasn't gonna get it done. Like I was like, I'm getting this done. Like fantastic. no problem. And that's it comes from the twenty girls that are standing behind me on the, the bench. Power of the team. Yeah. Yeah. I said that too. Um our number seven, Maddie Uden, hit a walk off against Penn State on Friday. Saturday. Saturday. I don't know. Saturday. And uh, like I just I came into the locker room and everyone's sitting there and we're like all amped up and I was like you guys like do you guys feel what I feel like this team is amazing like we went down like a girl they hit like two back-to-back home runs off our stud pitcher and we were just like whoa like what the heck but like it was like for a hot minute and then we snapped back and we're like oh we're getting this done like that isn't I've never felt that really on any team before and I sat them down. I was like, I want you guys to, like, really, like, feel, like, know how this feels. And, when like, next year when we're gone, like, I hope you can bring that same feeling, that same energy Absolutely. to that next team. Yeah, the lessons you guys have uh, opened up for them is, is fantastic. Yeah. And and playing as long as you've played, um, mm-hmm. me being a coach, I, I always know there's always those little moments. Like you said, hey, yeah. if she didn't get on before me, the third out would have been made, right? right. I would have never given up. The exactly. game would have been over. There's so many little moments throughout a game, um, whether it's the extra hustle to beat out a ground ball, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's good eye not to take, you know, a bad swing, uh, a bad pitch or something. Just so many things that pile up. But yet on TV, in the media, and most fans, it's your hit, it's yeah. the home run, it's, exactly. it's, it's the one final thing you, that, you, yeah. yeah. So those mm-hmm. little things. So it sounds like you got something special going on, yeah. um, and it needs to continue, yeah. right? It's uh, I just can tell the excitement uh, yeah. that, that's going on, which is great. Um, all right, shifting gears again real quick as we start wrapping this up. What would you say to your 18-year-old self? What would you say to your senior? Oh, man, I, I think I've gotten asked this question before. Um, in high school, I worried about, like, a lot of mm, dumb stuff. I kind of remember that. Dumb stuff. Most people do. Yes. Yeah. And I really would have just always, like, you, you're going you're gonna to keep your good friends. But, like, nothing else. Like, you got to hold on to the special relationships you've made. Mm. Mm-hmm. To that point, and let go of the petty drama, petty like anything, and just be like, I don't know, let it go. It doesn't matter. The relationships you make up until that point matter, but everything else that is causing you to stress out, anxiety, doesn't matter. Everything will work itself out. That's right. That's great. That's yeah. definitely leadership talk there. Yeah. Life is all about relationships. It is. You know. Oh, when, absolutely. On the, on the final day, because you know. None of us get out of this life alive, right? We <laughs> talked about that enough. Um, uh, it was Dr. Deponio who came in and gave a great talk to her leadership class about you cannot hook up a U-Haul to the hearse. Yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. what it is important is to see the line of cars behind the hearse, Absolutely. the impact that you've had, the relationships. I like that. And yeah. so um, yeah, Dr. D's a great guy. Um, he's definitely one that has brought so many uh, great principles 
of leadership into our district and in our building when he was principal. So mm. uh, I'm working on, I got to get him on the show too. Um, mm. This is a great question that I love thrown out from John O'Leary, who's a, uh, I'm a big fan of his. He's got a great book called On Fire. It's my favorite book ever. Um, I'm going to get you a copy of it. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm going to get you a copy of it. Um, for, it's a special treat for coming in here on a day that you're going to some dentist appointment and she comes in early into, uh, into the school here to, to do the show. Um, but he always asks um, one of his questions at the end with his guests. If you could sit on a bench overlooking a beach, but my, my twist on that is a bench anywhere, and where would that location be, a favorite spot, and you could talk to anybody, alive or if they're not here anymore, if they're dead, where would you be sitting on that bench who would you be talking to? Man, I think I'd be sitting on the bench in a coffee shop. Nice. Looking at a busy New York City road. Mm. A big people watcher. Mm. Big um, city girl type thing, huh? I am, but I also, this weird, this might be a little deep, but I just love sitting there and like slowing. I'm constantly on the go, slowing my mind down. Seeing like the hustle bustle of city life in slowing my mind down by just sipping my coffee and looking at everyone else, their busy life. Right. Um, and then who would I be sitting with? Mm-hmm. Who, who, like, what Alive is or dead. Anybody that, you might not even know the person, but it would be somebody cool to talk to. Or it could be a family member or a, a good friend or... I think it would be my strength coach. Really? I, I genuinely That's think fantastic. it would be my strength coach. Mm-hmm. What would you ask him over that cup of coffee? Are you drinking black coffee, cream sugar? Black coffee. Okay, good for you. That's me too. Big coffee drinker. Um, or would it be a word of thanks? Or would it be yeah, not so much I a think question? He's so humble. And he, he always like, yo, it was all you, Kenzie. It was all you, Kenzie. I try to give him so much praise. And I'm like, no, whether you believe it or not, you were probably the biggest impact in my college career. Um, and I mean, I've already asked him this question, but I really think I would love him to elaborate, like, like why, why strength coach, why? And I, I know, I feel like I know what his answer would be, but because it's not like he's like loves lifting weights and stuff, and he always preaches this to us. But he's like, I don't love like just watching you guys like die during a conditioning workout and stuff. He's like, it's these little like, he's just such a good guy. It's little lessons that are learned through pushing through a conditioning test and yeah. like feeling like you're going to die, but then focusing yourself on your other teammate and lifting them up. And he's like, that's why, but yeah, that's very cool. I would just, I, I love listening to him talking about his story and how he's, he's gotten to where he's at today and what he really wants to leave behind in his life. Oh, that's another point that we just talked about in class, the legacy, like what would your legacy yeah. be? What, what do you want people to remember about you? Yeah. It sounds like he learns as much from, from you and the other players and the other people he works with as he does with teaching the lessons, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he always tells me, he's like, I mean, you, you've you taught me so much your four years that, like, I'm going to use your story and all of your little adversities to help the freshman coming in, the, the freshman next after that. And he's like, so while, like, you think I'm teaching you, like, you're teaching me so much stuff, and it's so it's so cool to look at a relationship like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I am so glad that you came in uh, for this. It's about a little over a half hour now, so I definitely know you got other things to do. I want to get you to see some other people if you want to see them here. 
Um, but we got to do this again. Yeah, um, absolutely. The lessons you bring, it's just, it's, it's heartwarming for me. I'm, I'm getting emotional about <laughs> this just from knowing what you've been through and the time yeah. you came in and we talked and I could see mm-hmm. um, how down you were. But, you know, as you say, we talked about this in class. If you're ever down so low, it's a great place just to be. If you can look up, you can get up, right? It's, right. You can start from there. And I love how you haven't given up because so many yeah. people do give up. And, do, yeah. and you can totally understand. Oh, absolutely. You know? But they don't. They don't think they can do it, and they don't see themselves. And mm-hmm. but boy, when you learn lessons from a story like yours, mm-hmm. um, and because you're going to have other moments where you're flat on your back, it Absolutely. doesn't just happen in college or right, high school. Exactly. Or, I'm 53. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you just remember the stories like yours, um, I think it's just very powerful. So, mm-hmm. anything you wanted to say, uh, wrap things up for the coach to expect success listeners out there. Oh man. Um. I hope they got something out of it. Oh, I mean, I, I guarantee you they did. Even if it's just something totally different, like failing a math test or something, and it's not tearing ACL, but mm-hmm. you know, like you can relate to anyone's stories. And I just hope, yeah, they got something out of it. <laughs> I know they did. I know they did. Good, well, thank good. you so much for this. Yeah. This is very of cool. Course. Oh God, I got to do this again. Yeah. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I this my day has totally changed. Uh, from Mackenzie coming in. Uh, she's a great young lady, uh, great future coming ahead uh, with whatever she's getting into. And uh, if you hear this in the next couple days, week or so, find out where they're at on uh, on TV. You know, the Big Ten channel, the Big Ten tournament's coming up. Uh, look for look for the excitement that this girl brings, number 44, okay? And you got to look at, especially, we're going to critique her even more now whenever she has interviews <laughs> now from the future because she was telling yeah. me how she just draws a blank and she's, <laughs> Awesome, and they're cool. you know, they're telling her, Dragon, hey, more, more detail. What are you talking about? <laughs> Give us some more. And she just loves the game. You can see it on her face and everything she does. So, hey, thanks for uh, stopping by listening today, you guys. Really appreciate it. Find me over on Facebook, as always, uh, at Coach to Expect Success, over on uh, Twitter at Coach to Success, on Instagram at Coach John Daly, and uh, my website is Coach to Expect Success Check the book list out. The book I'm going to get from Mackenzie, so I'm going to have to get her address so I can ship it to her. Um, it's number one on the list. It's On Fire by John O'Leary. You definitely want to check that out. And then also on that homepage, you can contact me there and, and send me any questions. It's been good uh, getting in touch with a few people out there from uh, Texas and Canada and some others, which is always awesome. So thank you so much. Really appreciate you listening all around the world. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See you.